0: What's up, you guys? We're so happy you're here to listen to us today. This is Leah and Brittany. You know the vibes. This is a mindful podcast. We got a little bit of humor and gossip thrown in here, and we are so excited for you to listen to this episode today. Abby, you just got back from a CrossFit class?
1: Yeah.
0: I was at the gym, too but it was so busy. No, it's like They're
1: really looking, they're looking pretty good.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: you It's
0: been (laughs) a struggle coming back from my surgery because you can't do upper body for eight weeks, for two months. None. None. What? Like you can't even put weight like on your back for like a back squat.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. When do you hit your
0: two months? What? When do
2: you hit your two months?
0: Oh no, I did. No, I'm at oh. like four or five months, but because of those two months of not gotcha. using my upper body at all, they just turned into like spaghetti noodles. Gotcha. So I've been working really hard on getting my <laughs> arms and shoulders back. Looking good, girl. Thank you. Thank you. I've been enjoying it. I just go to like a regular gym now, Abby. I don't do like I don't do powerlifting anymore. The weightlifting. I don't I even take- know you anymore. I know. I do like <laughs> it. I will take hit classes like at the new place I'm working at, which I love. It's so much fun. And I think I'm about to get a Peloton.
1: I know. I haven't pulled the trigger, but.
0: Oh, I want one so bad. My Amber, my sister, she just bought one today or yesterday.
1: I like to go to the gym where I'll run or something. Yes. Yeah, but my friends said they're like on it like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said that it's like, a party, like they're dying. Yes. Yeah. I have I about it and I have FOMO, like major. <laughs>
0: yeah, because you can take classes with your friends at the same time. And yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, right. So you can like talk about it. You can have encouragement with people you know. I have a friend who has, she's had a Peloton for a few months now and she said it was her best investment yet. She doesn't regret it ever that she finds herself doing the Peloton workouts, like the boot camp workouts and all of that more than going to her husband's gym. Like, they own a gym. She has full access to it. She has a full gym in her basement, and she just rides her Peloton.
2: I already don't leave my house, so that would just be a (laughs) bigger issue. (laughs) Brittany, I literally got a job because I wasn't leaving my house. (laughs) I started
0: coaching so that I'm forced to leave and, like (laughs) – have a forced timeline and schedule, so I get it. Yeah. But something about putting that Peloton bike out on my back porch and just taking—oh, sp- yeah, that would be nice—in the sunshine, Abby. It yeah. reminds me of Rincon Spin. I don't think you ever did it, but do you remember the Rincon Spin like classes? A big, like, spot. It was amazing. I oh, loved it.
1: You had it, and they'll okay. probably give it to you.
0: Maybe. <laughs> I've even looked up how you can become a Peloton instructor and which this is amazing, but also bullshit that there is no audition process, no application. They find you and just bring you on board.
2: Well, how can we make them find you? Start tagging them and everything. Well,
0: I need to become certified in SPIN, which ISSA just dropped a certification for that. And then I basically just need to become a Peloton advertisement on my Instagram. All of Looks Like Leah is going to switch to Peloton. So if any of my clients are (laughs) listening, so sorry about it, but I'm trying to get upgraded, you know? So everyone's doing Peloton workouts from now on. Oh, I'm just kidding, but that would be really fun.
2: (laughs) Hey, get them coins.
0: Yeah, you know. So anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We have one of my very good friends on here, Abby Taylor. That's that third voice that you guys are hearing. And we're going to tell you all about her, how we know each other, and why we even wanted you to hear her voice today.
1: (laughs) I'm really excited.
0: So... Abby and I know each other, and Brittany, I don't even know if you know this, like, story no. um, fully. Abby and I know each other because we both used to, why well, full-time, and Abby part-time lived in Rincon, Puerto Rico. Abby is this haughty little surfer babe, and she lives in New Jersey, but then during the winter, goes to Rincon to surf and to get out of the cold, or used to, used to go down to surf, get out of the cold, um, just have some fun, you know, because why not? because New Jersey is horrible in the winter. Mm-hmm. And I used to live there full-time, which we've spoken about a little bit on this show. And Abby and I met each other just from being in the same town. I think we just met each other like, out. Oh, you maybe came into my restaurant or something. But then we started doing CrossFit together. So I, I didn't
1: know how to do toast bar, just saying.
0: <laughs> you did. And I actually still tell people all the time that not only you taught them, but what you taught me. Which I'll... I'll explain in just a second. But so I had only been doing CrossFit for a very little bit. And Abby found out that I was doing CrossFit. She does CrossFit in New Jersey. And I had a car. (laughs) Abby didn't have a car. And the CrossFit gym was like 20, 30 minutes away from where we lived. So we basically became BFs. I would pick her up and take her to CrossFit. Every morning we'd go to the 9 a.m. class. And then we'd go get acai bowls after.
1: Yeah. And I remember like their bar, like their rig was like a painted piece of metal. So like you ripped every time you even touched it.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh.
1: I would surf after and my hands would be like literally open and I would like shove them in the water and just be like, (laughs) ah.
0: Oh, Oh, the pain. Yes. So with the toes bar, and I'm really sorry if everyone can hear my dogs running around. We're just going to have to deal with it today. I'm in the best spot for my Wi-Fi. (laughs)
2: Yeah. We've been having technical issues. Yeah.
0: So Piper Calvin and Luca are going crazy right now. So sorry. They're having fun. (laughs) But so toe-to-bar, this – and I can even – I can verbally explain it now. That's how many times I have shared this piece of information that Abby gave me.
1: I don't even know what I said.
0: (laughs) Okay. So I was struggling. I could do one toe-to-bar at a time. And this is, you guys, for anyone who doesn't do CrossFit, it's just when you're hanging on a pull-up bar and you – bring your toes literally to the bar. So it's like a full body movement, but mostly your lats and core. And they're really hard to string together if you're doing them kipping. I'm hanging on the bar, trying to do these toe-to-bar, and Abby goes, hey, so you know when your toes are on the bar and you're bringing them back down? When you bring them back down, just kick backwards as hard as you can. And that's it. That's all I had to do. It has worked for every single person I've taught it to because all that you're doing by doing that backwards kick is you're creating all that tension on your posterior. So then when you go to pull again, you can propel yourself forward.
1: Yeah, instead of just like swinging. Because once you yes. stop like engaging, then you're done. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, was we would, he would pick me up every morning, no matter what happened the night before, what we were doing. I'm like, I'm going at nine. Yeah, would go.
0: Abby was actually like the ultimate training partner because she was bartending at night. And I was drinking, she was usually serving me and we would still get up and we'd be at the 9am CrossFit class every, well, not every day. I think maybe like four or five times a week though. Yeah. We were doing it a lot. And then on the random times that we didn't make it to 9am, we'd go to like four or 4.30.
1: Yeah, we did really well.
0: I know. I know. We were awesome. So Abby, I want you to tell us a little bit, because I was telling Brittany and she agrees that it's so cool and you may not know how cool it is because it's just your life, surfing that you travel around surfing.
1: So I always remember that like, I always wanted to surf and I grew up at the Jersey shore. I'm still, I'm like five blocks right now from the beach. So, you know, like that was just a big part of my childhood. We'd always go to the beach, you know, when your parents load up the car and all your friends come in and like my mom would drive us with no shoes on and 10 kids in the car and that was it. Like that was life. So, you know, obviously I was around surfing. My dad surfed when I was younger, he lifeguarded and stuff. And I'd always ask him to go, but I was really like scrawny and I was just like lanky and really little. And you know, surfboards used to be really heavy back in the day too. So I just didn't think I was strong enough to do it. But probably when I was around 10, um, my dad finally took me out, him and my brother. And then obviously I just was hooked from then. And then I got better than them and they didn't want to go with me anymore. So (laughs) I got men, but then I, you know, I went to college. Um, I went to Salisbury um, in Maryland, basically just so I could surf year round because it's by ocean city, Maryland. And, At that point, I wasn't into school, so I didn't really care to look at places. I was like, okay, this is like somewhere I could surf. That's fine. (laughs) Um, So I met a lot of friends that way, but I always kind of felt like school. I hated school and like, it felt like a waste of time to me. I wanted to go and travel and do surf all these spots and just kind of like start my life, but I'm definitely happy I finished it. But after college, that's when I started to go in Puerto Rico for the full winter, Um, Nicaragua, Hawaii, California, Panama, Yes, yeah, So I've surfed like all these places that I'd always seen and dreamed of. And yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. That's so sick. So yeah,
0: where's your favorite or how about what's the most, like the craziest place that you've surfed that you, when you were there, you were like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm here. And then what's your favorite if it's not that, like if that location isn't your favorite, you are just like amazed.
1: Well, Puerto Rico was the first place, like the first tropical place I'd like gone out and like there was like reef underneath me and it was yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like I'm actually doing it. And then from there, like Nicaragua and, and Costa Rica, like the, the water actually looks like here, like New Jersey. It's like darker and the sand, mm-hmm. it's like sand on the bottom. So it sort of felt okay. like surfing here, but except it was a lot warmer. But yeah, as soon as I went to Puerto Rico, I just loved it so much. I think that you can understand why it's just... The water is so beautiful too. Like, and you're sitting there on your board, and like, you look down, and it looked you could see like all the reef, and like yeah. little turtles pop their heads up. It's like a dream, yeah. It's really uh, special. I there. love that. I know. I know it's so cool, and I never take it for granted. Like, even when I'm sitting out there, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool! Like, I, this is so great. I love Just, it. Like,
2: take it in. Totally. I made
1: a surf a little bit. I love that, yeah.
0: One so one summer, so so Puerto Rico, which a lot of people don't know, they're always shocked when they hear this, is that. Puerto Rico has world-class surfing. Some of the best surfing in the world is in Puerto Rico on the western side, which is where Abby and I lived. And the waves are so big. Like, when Whoa. I took Mark there last summer – or last winter, right before the pandemic, he could not believe how big the waves were. Because Abby – Yeah, remember? Trace was breaking. Like, he, we pulled over. Because he he's from Jacksonville, Florida, which, like, they have waves. Like, you know, people – surf. from Mm -hmm. No, not like this. He couldn't believe the waves and he grew up on the beach. So I say that because if you were trying to learn how to surf, you can't surf in the winter time in Puerto Rico, which is surf season. The waves are too fucking big will be, like, five feet overhead sometimes.
1: And it's rocky. And, like, a lot of times the places where you surf, you have to paddle out in, like, a really small channel that, like, pulls yeah. you out. You have to know, like, where to go. So it's a little bit tricky. We definitely made Leah go out in some really sketchy spots. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Spot.
0: Yeah. So, so one summer, there was, like, three other girls in town that were – just still pretty beginner, moderate level surfers, intermediate level surfers. And so I, they, they got me to go out with them. They taught me how to surf. Just really, they just taught me how to paddle and stand up, which is surfing, right? <laughs> More or less kind of like snowboarding, Brittany. Like if you can just stand on your board, that's literally most of it. It's a big it. step. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's most of the sport oh. is standing on the board. I learned in the summer one year, which are like two, three foot waves, little baby waves, knee high, really fun. Then in the winter I'm like bragging to Abby, oh I learned to surf. <laughs> She's like, well, let's go, bitch. <laughs> she did it. Oops. Yeah. I did it. I'll say, and Brittany, you've never tried surfing, right? Never,
2: never. But, I want to.
0: Yeah, you should. Well, based off of your snowboarding, because this is what it's going to get at. Based off your snowboarding, you would be really good at surfing. Because Abby, Please. you can do both, right?
1: Yeah, I hadn't snowboarded until like later in life, and literally, like, I snapped, I put the, the snowboard onto my feet. Like, obviously, I fell off the lift because I still do. Of course. But <laughs> I literally just went down the mountain, and my friends were like, "We've literally been snowboarding for our whole lives, and you're better than us." It's so annoying. I'm like. Yeah. I literally kind of like I was surfing in my head.
2: Yeah, <laughs> there <laughs> I mean, you go. It
1: does go both ways. Yeah, because totally. Abby.
0: So Brittany's from from Atlanta. She's from Georgia with me, but she's been out in Colorado for almost two years now. I can't. Yeah. I just
1: yeah. went to Colorado. I. It's just beautiful
2: there. Yeah, it's amazing. Totally. So actually, um, I want to start a snowboarding girl gang because if you notice, snowboarding snowboarders are mostly guys, and you don't see girls snowboarding unless they're with their boyfriends or something like that and so I was like I want to get a group of girls together so I want Leah, Amber, now you can come to all come and just snowboard. You and Abby will be in front
1: of us. I'm designing our shirts in my head already. Yes (laughs) yes I keep saying
0: we need shirts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah so Brittany goes out to Colorado to almost two years, a year and a half ago and she now snowboards every weekend. (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes she goes midweek because why the fuck not, you know, and she shreds it. You guys are just like the opposites of each other with snow and water. So if I (laughs) go with either of you to either of these sports. I'll meet you at the bar when you get when you get to the bottom because <laughs> no, I'm I, not I'm not at the same level.
1: The name of my street is um like I live like right by Park Place is one of the streets so I okay. have a surf gang actually I'm the only girl and we're called the Park Place Posse and we okay. have a group chat it's young people old people there's like six of us and it's very silly. I love, I love it. That.
2: Yeah. I yeah. love that so much. That's awesome. But that when I moved out here, that was the first time that I had been to a ski resort or anything like that. And it was just, yeah. it was absolutely mind blowing. Like I was it like, okay.
1: Realistic. Doesn't right, it? it's
2: like a fairy tale. It's like
1: it snowed in Belle Village when I was like walking through uh, it, and I'm like, this literally looks fake. Like somebody started like beautiful. the perfect sparkly snow. Like the flakes were perfect size. I'm like, this yes, is
2: yes. When they land on your phone, like you can see, literally see the <laughs> snowflake, and you're like, oh
1: my god. <laughs> uh, I
0: don't think I could live in the snow, but I, I like visiting it, like when I saw you, Brittany.
2: Yeah, totally. Actually,
0: Abby, that was another trip, remember? I went to Colorado the week after you did this year.
1: Yeah, no, and- but- Before or after, I don't know, but yeah.
0: Either way. But then last year when we were in Puerto Rico, we both were there at the same time.
1: I already booked my family trip for next January, so you should really do it at the same time. Okay.
0: Yeah, just tell me the dates. To Colorado? To Puerto Rico. Oh, to Puerto Rico. When I went last year, Brittany, Abby just happened to be there with her family at the same time.
2: Okay. I think I remember that.
0: Yeah. Because I was so excited because we were like, what the fuck? (laughs) Small world. (laughs) I know. So anyway, we. I want to. I want to get to the real juicy parts of this interview with you, Abby, and I want to talk about pliables. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna give the little intro that I give to all my friends because I like to feel really important when this gets brought up, and it's, it's one of those like I know her situations. I do that
1: to you all the time. <laughs> my friends like we we're friends with her. I'm like, listen. I taught her how to do toast to bar. Like yes. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, I'm glad that it's mutual because anytime somebody brings up Pliables, which we'll get into, but for those listening, if you're on the East Coast, you likely know what Pliables is. It's an acai shop, but they do much more than acai, of course. It's just, that's, you know, that's how it started. So Abby and I... In Rincon, Puerto Rico, after going to CrossFit every morning, we would go get acai bowls. There's a couple random places on the island that had acai There was one that was really good where we would drive like 30, 45 minutes to go and get, we'd get it. The because, large. Like, yeah. It was oh, and large. the large was <laughs> like bigger than your head. We would get the biggest acai bowl ever because we drove so far to get it. So
1: it was like one of those deli containers, but like an extra large soup deli container. Like yeah. Like-
0: But it was so good. So worth it. So we'd get these acai bowls almost every day and they were never consistent. Like the one that we would go to in our town, like it was 50-50 if they were going to be good or not. Because like the juice that was used had gone bad or like the fruit was bad. There'd always be something off. And one day Abby just goes, I can fucking make these. Like I can make these. This is literally just a, a deconstructed smoothie. I can do this and I can do them way better. This is the easiest shit. I don't know how they always mess it up. And no shit, like a month or two later, when she goes back home to New Jersey for the summer, I see this bitch with a cart, a fucking cart, like an ice cream cart on the corner of New Jersey Beach in Belmar, making goddamn acai bowls, okay? And she's crushing it, crushing it there she's posting and like sending me photos because we're laughing about it at this point. They've got lines, like from the time they open, there's just a line down the sidewalk for these bowls. And we're just like, what's happening? She's ca- she calls it playa bowls, which playa is English in Spanish. Sorry. Luca was very excited about this. And then, and Abby, you can correct me if my story is wrong, but this is what I tell everyone. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> So they run the cart. They run the cart that first summer, and then that fall, Rutgers University is doing like a Shark Tank type of challenge or whatever contest. And Abby and her partner at the time, business partner, enter into the contest and they win a grant. And with the grant. They opened their first Pliables location, which is just like a block from the store. And we're now, what, five years later, and she has like 100 stores, almost 100 stores. They're no, franchised oh over 100 stores. Yeah. They've franchised. She has gone from a cart to an empire.
1: That was That's my, my intro. <laughs> That was Leah's take. I mean, it was definitely, like, pretty close to that. But, yeah, I came back from those trips. I just was obsessed. So I remember, like, I was making them for all my friends. My mom was like, if we, if I have one more acai bowl, like, Abby, I'm over it. Like, please. I'm like, but this one has peanut butter. Like, have you had peanut butter? And she's like, like, please stop. So I just was obsessed, and I like, putting different things in it. But the cart thing was, like, back, like, this was in 2014, and I swear, at that point at the beach, it was, like, if you're sitting on the beach in your bathing suit, like, lunch is, like, pizza or, like, a um, meatball sandwich, like, yes, not, like, and then you feel disgusting. Like, there was not options like there are now. No one was really as, like, into this health thing as, as it is now, and I was, like, I just hate that feeling. So I knew that there was, like, a market for it and that people needed something like that. Mm -hmm. So that part of it was good, but it was a total illegal setup on the side of the road in Belmar. Like, I don't know (laughs) how it happened. Like literally like extension cords, like running out of apartments, like crazy, but yeah, people loved it. And it just, it, it was like funny to me in the beginning. I'm like, I'll just like set up this little like lemonade stand, you know, like whatever I was bartending at this crazy, what you think of Jersey shore nightclub. Like uh, just me, this little, I don't even know in there, like (laughs) just pumping, I don't even know what I was doing. (laughs) <laughs> and I to bed, bed at like four and I wake up at like eight and be like blending acai balls in my bathing suit. So, and then I go back to work. Like it was literally, I didn't do anything. My friends stopped texting me. They're like, she hasn't come to anything. I don't, I missed years of life. I literally. Like it's crazy. But now
0: and like, look, wasn't your business partner working a full-time job as well at the time?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. It just was like, looking back, I don't even understand it, but you know what? Like, that's what you have to do. And if you really believe in your product and you really believe in the vision, like obviously I didn't expect it to get this big, but I definitely knew that we were onto something. So, I mean, you just forget everything else and you just focus on it. Yeah.
0: That's great. That goes for anything. (laughs) Yeah. That is so great. So then, so you open, the Rutgers thing is, is accurate though, right? You went into like a contest.
1: Yeah. There was a contest, like a Shark Tank style contest um, that we won and we got $20,000. So, the second summer we were set up at the cart and there was like a gym behind where we had the cart set up. That was like destroyed by Sandy. Um, Mm -hmm. that hurricane like that hit really bad in New Jersey. So the gym was like disgusting. Like there was like squirrels in the ceiling. Like they never did anything with it. It was like damp and gross. And the guy was like, well, if you guys want to go in here, like, you can. And we're like, okay. Like we don't really have any money, but like we had just won that contest. So we just put everything into it. And then that was when we opened up that first location in Belmar and we opened up Fourth of July weekend. I remember like we opened the door and the line like never stopped. And I swear like since then it just didn't stop. Like it's Ah. still still hasn't stopped. And I still like feel the same. Like, I don't know, nothing, obviously a lot has changed, but I just still feel the same. Like I'm the same person and I'm living the same life. It's just really, really crazy. It is so
0: crazy. And (laughs) I can, I can attest that you are 100% the same person. She dresses the same. She's always got like Vans sneakers on, a tank top, either shorts or like ripped jeans.
1: All my meetings, that's what it is. (laughs) I always laugh because when I, I bought a house like a few years ago and I didn't know like when you go to like the closing, like you have to go to like a lawyer's office and sign all the papers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When I had suits on. I literally had acai all over me. <laughs> a a cut off crop tank top and the shortest jean shorts. And I, got it, I was like, I'm so embarrassed. I didn't understand that this was like what it was. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> who are you?
0: <laughs> How are you buying this house?
1: <laughs> like, I'm actually freezing though. <laughs> In the air conditioning. I don't know. And I think it's so important just to. Stay who you are, obviously, like yeah, level headed, yeah, like yeah. uh
0: Brittany, so Abby was down here last week because there was a store opening, so we we got together and we hung out, she was talking about how she 'll walk into some of the stores, like you know they have over a hundred stores it 's literally impossible for all of them to know who Abby is unless she totally. gives them like a slideshow presentation like here's your owner, which that's weird. So she'll, so she'll just like, there's actually like life-size posters in the office in the back, but Abby wants to like, you know, pretend like she's humble. So she actually made the story up, but she, um, she'll just walk into the stores and be like, Hey guys, I'm Abby. And the staff will just, they're like young kids, you know, they're like, okay. (laughs) Nice to meet you. And she's like, how's everything going? like, it's good. And she's like, okay, cool. And then she'll walk in the back and the manager comes up and like yells at the staff because they're like, that was Abby. Like Abby, (laughs) Abby.
1: (laughs) When I was in Atlanta, I stopped. We have three locations there. And I stopped at one of the stores and like, I just did my normal thing. I'm like, hey, what's up guys? And they're like, hey. And I'm like, hey, I'm Abby. Like, you know, I haven't met you guys Like, what's going on. And they're like, and I was like, yeah, I'm from New Jersey. And they were like, oh, you have a store in New Jersey? I was like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yep, that's it. <laughs> what am I gonna say? That's fine. I don't ex- fine. I don't expect it. Yeah, anyway. I have
0: a store in Jersey.
1: okay, I do. I would be
0: so fucking embarrassed I if I was the kid, like yeah. finding out later that the founder of the company I work for was talking to me, and I asked if she had a store. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm whatever
0: like, that's the shit i would think about for a long time but you it know i
2: like, have dreams different. about
0: it <laughs> yeah Brittany knows it'd be some Two shit i bring in the up. morning
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like do you remember when i said hi to the owner and i asked if she had a store <laughs> Wait, oh my like,
1: gosh laughing so no long.
0: no no <laughs> Just, you know, fakes in my face. (laughs) So what, do you have a favorite store and do you go to all of them?
1: So like in the beginning, you know, things are really different. Like I used to love being behind the counter and making bowls and I knew everyone's names. And you know, I really miss that aspect of it, but it's just impossible. Like I got to the point where we got so many where I would like wake up and I'm like, how many stores can I drive to today? And I'm like, (laughs) cool. I went to six stores and we had 50 at that point or whatever it was. And I'm like, this is not like what I should be doing, even though I I hate that. So I definitely try to pop in stores that are in New Jersey and I'll drive an hour or wherever. Just stop in. The other day, I brought like munchkins to one of the stores because I knew they were going to be busy. It was a nice day by the beach. I don't even know if they care, but to me, it makes you feel better. I want to be like involved and yeah, Yeah. I want them to know like whatever. Yeah. But I think I just make them nervous. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. If it's
0: something where you're like, you're bringing them donuts like that, like- I don't think that makes them nervous. That makes them realize like, oh, wow. Oh, she's cool. Yeah. Like she's cool. She cares about us. She knows we're about to get her ass kicked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I just designed like really, I do like all the apparel design. And this summer I went for more of like a lifestyle, like, you know, like big t-shirts with bike shorts. And like, I'm picturing like all the girls wearing it and every story yeah. going, they look so cool. And I'm like, do you guys love the new apparel? And they're like, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Oh, I but, love that. Yeah,
2: yeah me too. Yeah,
1: so that's like so fun for me. I did a really good job this round. And like definitely went yeah. out of my comfort zone, but it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, I really was
2: cool. Googling it and I think you have a store in Littleton, Colorado. Yeah. A little bit of South. Yeah. I'm going to have to go road trip. We're going to open
1: up more locations. My franchisees down there are so awesome. Yeah. Have you heard of the company uh, Be Fresh Gear? mm Oh, uh, They're like super funky. Um, okay.
2: I'm yeah. going to write that down.
1: They're like retro, this really cool company. Ooh.
2: Uh,
1: so Brittany's in there.
0: Denver. I don't know if we said Denver. that. She's in the Denver area.
1: Yeah. I'm jealous. I love it there.
2: I love Denver. It's like the best decision I've ever made.
0: We miss her though. <laughs> I do I miss, miss my people.
2: I wish I could, like, transplant everybody over here. <laughs> I would go to Colorado. I get out of it. Yeah, get out of Georgia. <laughs> I don't know if I could do
0: the cold.
1: Guys, the traffic in Atlanta is aggressive.
0: It's awful. Abby, Hi. I was going to Whoa. text you, but then I didn't want to make you feel bad. But the other day when I left you, it took me over an hour to get home because of the traffic.
1: It's That's crazy. Atlanta. My flight was at six forty five PM on a Friday, like to get back. And um at like three thirty, like one of the people's stores was like, You better go. And I'm like, What? Yeah. And it took She like, was
0: in Alpharetta, Brittany.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. It took like over an hour, I was like, "Is this a sick joke?" It was twenty three miles or twenty four miles.
0: Yes, that's how long it took me to get home. I'm only a couple miles from the
1: airport. And they yep. said that it's always like that.
2: Yep. Yeah. There's a joke that that goes: It takes an hour to get from Atlanta to Atlanta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't heard that, but that is so fucking true. Dude, today, today, Mark and I wanted to go. Um, we just, we're going up to Lenox really quick. I thought it was going to be really quick. It's a Tuesday, one o'clock, bumper to bumper traffic.
1: No. I'm Why? Out. I'm out.
0: Why? Why? I don't get it.
1: <laughs> I've only there for like 24 hours and I know the traffic's terrible. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, Abby, we have a couple questions for you. What kind of pizza do you prefer, thick or thin?
1: So like Jersey regular pizza is just like, you go get a slice of pizza. It's not thick or thin. It's just like
0: hand-tossed.
1: Yeah, it is so good. It's And then we're like so picky and bratty because you can get like a lot of different kinds. And like literally, I could probably walk to four different places that have four different kinds that are all delicious. But it's like, what are you in the mood for? I can't explain. Right. The pizza culture here is next level.
0: I know. That's I knew that this was going to be a different type of response coming from you be, from New Jersey I've obviously had pizza from New Jersey Brittany
2: have you or
0: have you had I have New York it. pizza I,
2: yes I've had New York pizza but I'm curious about New Jersey bagels because I hear they're just like off the chain it's because of the water
0: they're so good because so the, yeah. the water yeah the what water in New Jersey Abby you probably know more I just know it's the water New Jersey is like it makes the bagels better that's, that's all real. I know
1: New Jersey work. I heard there's like bagel shops in other parts of like the country that ship the water to make yes. the bagel. I
0: thought you were gonna just say ship the bagels because I've been places like in the South where they legit every single morning have overnight bagels They're from, just, New, it's Jer- from New Jersey.
1: It's like a soft bagel, but like the bottom part has a crunch. mm mm-hmm. Love so a good, good
2: crunch.
0: Yeah, literally the a very prominent memory of my family anytime we go up north anytime we're, we go to New York New Jersey Pennsylvania like whatever family we're visiting in the morning whoever gets up first goes and gets a huge paper grocery size bag, bag. of bagels a brown bag of bagels of just all variety and you come in you just plop them on the table with a bunch of like spreads and schmears and stuff and that's it and you just like rip them apart with your
1: hands I didn't okay. even realize that was so Jersey, but yeah, that's like so something we do. Easter that's we New Jersey. Stuff. Like no one else does that. Yeah. Jersey bagels and Jersey pizza. We have really good food. I know you guys have good food in Atlanta and um Colorado the food was good too, but it's like next level here. I don't know. <laughs> <It> <laughs> I is. need
2: like, to go out there.
0: Yeah. It is. We'll go during the summer, Brittany. We'll go to the yes. Jersey store.
2: Do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This summer is so, going to be so much fun. Corona, I man.
0: I know. Well, and Abby's fully vaccinated. I'm halfway Woo-hoo! vaccinated. Brittany, I know you will be. I'm working it on it. When you yeah. can, yeah. And yeah. Leah's
1: going to come to my wedding. That's been canceled two times. <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> so, Abby, before we wrap up this conversation, I did want us, you, to tell Brittany that I got you to take the Enneagram test oh, yeah. before we got on. Yeah, and I, you learned I didn't
1: know what this was.
0: You learned you're a seven.
1: Like, what does that mean? Is that bad? Some of them I didn't know how to answer it. Yeah, the I questions the can on a lot of things. I'm not like an extreme personality on either end.
2: Totally. This the test can be scary because. Well, oh, also the tests are only eighty percent accurate, so it's like. Just don't think about it too much. But sevens are, you know, they're the, the adventurers of all the Enneagram. There's no like bad number, but sevens are, I have so many friends that are sevens. They're the fun ones. They're oh, the ones
1: that, that existed. And it's the whole subculture I didn't even know about. It oh is. Oh my
2: gosh, yes. Start reading into it and you won't be able to stop.
1: <laughs> I have to. I need to know more.
2: Yeah, Brittany, so she
0: knows my number. I'm a, I'm a three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she'll just like send me shit that she finds on Instagram all the time. All the time. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, that's me. Oh my gosh, that's me. What the hell?
2: Yeah. That's me. Yeah. So sevens are like very, they're very like optimistic. They're, they're, I am optimistic. Yeah. At, like extroverted and like at your best, you focus a lot on like your talents, your goals, becoming like appreciative and happy and satisfied with what you have rather than constantly chasing things the next shiny new thing that's what my other enneagram seven friend says she's always like i know
1: you I, I whenever i'm listening to music in the car i didn't realize this so one of my friends called me out If like a sad song comes on like something that's like you down i change it right away and i didn't even realize that i did that <laughs>
2: Yep. They're basic fear. So every, every number has like a basic fear and the seven is of being deprived or in pain in some kind of any type of pain. But yeah, Enneagram is so interesting. Once you like deep dive into it, oh my gosh, it's just mind blowing. I think it's so interesting.
0: Well, Abby, Is there anything that you want to say or tell us about pliables? Do you have any inspiration for aspiring entrepreneurs? Is there anything that you've had to learn like the hard way that you're like, fuck, I really wish that someone would have told me this. I wish I would have known that ahead of time.
1: I mean a million things. There's so many mistakes. In the beginning, we didn't even have a distributor. I would go to the food store and like clear the shelves of like granola and fruit. And (laughs) one time a a container of strawberries went underneath the seat in my car. And like literally a month later, I'm like, what is that smell? And it had like grown another planet on a thing of strawberries. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb stuff. Oh my gosh. Our distributor didn't bring us any acai on 4th of July weekend, and I had to drive to every single health food, whatever, and get all of their, I'm like, how many cases do you have? I'll get all of them. I need all of them. <laughs> I tried on my steering wheel many times. Oh, my
0: gosh.
1: So many things. Uh, Easter one year, they told me in Belmar they were really busy and they needed help, so I went in my Easter outfit and my flip-flops. The toilet was overflowing. I, I put my foot on the thing. I was plunging the toilet my Easter dress like, you know, just stuff like that, making balls, things you got to do to get it done.
0: That's what I was going to say, though, is like that those are things that you almost can't do anything about except be prepared and be ready to do it. Because when you're starting a business, when you're opening up a business, like you don't have the money to outsource those types of things.
1: You just do it. You You just just have to do it. it. Yep. Absolutely. And don't be afraid to ask questions. I ask a lot of questions and I surround myself with people who are really good at what they do and I'm not afraid to sound dumb or, you know, ask questions, if I don't know what's going on. So that's important too.
0: Yeah, totally. But okay, so Abby, I think that's really good. And I think that people do have to just know and understand that when you're starting a business, especially like a food and beverage business, like, like what you have, is that you have to be willing to do the work and you have to be willing to just get dirty and do things that you don't want to do, like cleaning toilets and flip flops.
1: Yeah, there's a million things that definitely were really crazy.
0: When was the moment that you were like, when you realized that you didn't have to do those things anymore? Like Like how,
1: how I I was going to say that, like, I'm like a psycho. I'm on my hands and knees picking up straw papers. I'm just, I don't, don't know that that goes away.
0: No, I don't think that part does, but there had to have been a moment where either your business partner or the, or your mentors or other people that were like, okay, Abby, we really need you to actually hire people for these jobs. Like we need an actual position for this because you can't do it and I can't do it. Otherwise we're both not doing our actual jobs.
1: Yeah, I think when like we took on franchisees, that was when it was like next level. We had to bring on more people and things were changing. And a lot was going on. That was a pretty crazy move. It's also like, like giving up control and giving someone access to like your baby and having someone else kind of take on that responsibility of being able to tell the story and making the products how you want them to. But obviously that stuff's all dialed in now and it's just completely right. different. But I think that first one is scary.
0: How long into the first Pliables opening was that?
1: I don't know what store number the first franchise was. I can't even, I don't remember, but it's crazy. I know it's, it sounds like, like it's crazy.
0: It does. Was it like two years in, three years in or less?
1: No, it was like three years in probably, three or four, because you have to do a lot to get to that point too with like, right. getting all like your paperwork in a line and everything like settled before yeah. you go that route which also I didn't know. I thought you were like, cool, yeah, you're a franchisee. Like, just everything. <laughs> like, I always talk about too, like the front of the Belmar store, I like went on a ladder and was painting the front and the town was like, you need to like come to a meeting and like tell us what you're doing. Like you have to get like approved. And I was like, they're bullying us. <laughs> <laughs> like That's not a thing, like just the funniest stuff, you know? Like you have to bring, go, bring it to like the town and get approved for signage and stuff. It just makes me laugh. Yeah, like, totally, yeah.
0: We've got, I have one more question for you. And then if Brittany has any, she can ask them and then we'll we'll wrap it up. We'll get some information on how people can find you. So in the morning when you wake up, do you make your bed because you think want to and it makes you feel better or is it because you feel like you'll be judged by other
1: people if you don't make your bed no it makes me feel better and mine's only like just one comforter on the top so i just kind of like you know do like a whip of the comforter and it looks nicer and that's that i don't have a ton yeah. of and stuff but it makes me okay, so feel
2: good yeah yeah so you don't use a top sheet
1: oh no okay oh i, I don't that either couldn't
2: be a question because and i use a top sheet
1: Duvet covers are for serial killers do you guys have duvet covers
2: i have a duvet but no duvet cover
1: no, like a duvet like it's just a pain How, what are okay
2: so much work? I, okay I don't
0: use the top sheet but I do have a duvet cover but that is because I need to wash it often because I have three because
2: you whole comforter. I So not know a why top sheet. I don't just do that <laughs> yeah I use a top sheet so I don't have to wash my comforter as much no, that you makes just, sense my, too my
1: comforter was like from Target and I wash it like once a week, I wash my bed all the time. The so dogs are so gross.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: I do too. But that's why I have the the duvet cover.
1: Oh, hello,
0: Abby's showing us one of her doggies. Hello, who's that? This,
2: this is Jet. Jet, He's a Jet. Yeah. love him. Hello. <laughs> okay, my turn. Sully, come here. Come here. This is Sully. <laughs> oh my God.
1: Hello. Not what I thought was coming. He's <laughs> <laughs> so hard to hold like that. Do you have an unbuttoned bodysuit on over? I your do. Phone? Look. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Working from home outfit. Brittany has a a onesie on right now. <laughs> onesie, a bodysuit. A bodysuit, body <laughs> but it's on the outside.
2: Well, I went on a date. I went on a breakfast date this morning. A breakfast so- date. Yeah, isn't that cute? Yeah, and I is. wore this top and then I had a cute skirt on and so I just it's like, well, I'm not gonna mess up another shirt. So I just put on some sweatpants.
0: <laughs> love
2: it. <laughs> I, like I love it. So Abby, where can people
0: find you and pyables? How do they find if there's a pyables in their city? So tell us tell, tell us our- what you want the people to know.
1: Yeah. So you can definitely check Pliables out, Pliables.com. Um, and then you can look on there for locations that are near you. And we also, we're mainly on the East Coast, but now we're moving west. So that's pretty cool. And a lot of things, a lot of locations are coming up soon. So, you know, it's not just New Jersey. So definitely go on there and check that out. Follow us on Instagram. Um, and then my personal Instagram is um, A-T-A-Y-732.
0: Yeah, we will put that in the description box. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you so much for talking to us, Abby. Yeah, that was fun yeah it was so fun well you guys know the vibes this is another episode with myself and Brittany we're so excited if you guys made it this far please make sure that you subscribe rate and review the show we love you guys so much and we will talk to you next week